With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of The Dangerous Dame. I am Courtney Turner. I'm the host of the Courtney Turner Podcast, and with me is my very dangerous co-host, Dr. Lee Merritt. Today, we are going to discuss some current events and dive deeper down the rabbit hole, as the title indicates. And uh, we're going to discuss all the things and ask all the questions that the mainstream media would not let you hear. So how are you doing, Dr. Lee? Great. Great new year, huh? Yeah, I, it seems like it's already off to quite a start. Yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting year. I, I, uh, I, I don't think it's going to be anything we've ever experienced before. I think that the, a lot of truth is going to come out this year. I think it has to. I think so, too. I think there's also going to be a lot of distractions from letting uh, the truths may, we may want to see come through. Come through. Oh, they're going to be they're going to attempt it. But the truth is so profound. I think when it comes out, I think. You, you won't be able to hide it. Personally, I think that's what's going to happen because you can't come. I can't come up with a scenario where we just blindly march in and have another presidential election with the same machines in place and the same corrupt people running it. I, I, I don't, I don't think I that's going to happen. I agree with that. Well, yeah. speaking of truth, I know one of the things we were going to discuss uh, with the Epstein lift, which obviously they haven't really released much of anything, but they were saying they were going to do, uh, disclosure. I know my friend uh, Jason Burmis actually. He did, I haven't gotten a chance to see it, but he did a show um, on it, and they wouldn't allow it up on Twitter, which is supposedly you know the free speech platform. Well, that tells you something. Yeah, <laughs> tells you who owns Twitter. Maybe no, I don't know. You know, I, again, I don't think Elon Musk is who we th who the old Elon Musk was. I don't know who who the heck he this guy is, but I like what he's doing. But that tells you something right there. Or there are people high up in Twitter. Right. that are on his staff who might not want some of those names to come out. Well, didn't he hire, um, she was on like the, wasn't she on the Ministry of Truth? She's like the, she works for the World Economic Forum. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was, she, yeah, she was on, she was part of Biden's Ministry of Truth at one point. Yeah, wasn't she? yeah I think yeah. so. And uh, she's, I know she's part of the World Economic Forum and yeah. he brought her on a very high position on Twitter. So, I don't know if. Well, you know, how many people don't think Bill Clinton went to Pedophile Island? You know, again, we we know so much about this already. I'm not really waiting with bated breath about the Epstein list coming out. The real, right. the real, the real question: What we should be asking is why? What was really going on with Epstein? I think these have been answered too. But what was really going on with Epstein? Why he and Bill Gates were in cahoots of giving MIT funding for? Yeah. Uh, remote controlled birth control 
products. Yep. That was a scientist working on that. I mean, there's just a lot of this. And the quantum dot, which is really instrumental in the, uh, you know, digital currency. Yeah. Uh, Epstein wasn't just some weird little pedophile. I mean, this was a, and, and, he, and he also wasn't just some slick businessman. You know, it's like um, Jeffrey, what's her name? Virginia Jeffrey or whatever his name is. The one that's still in court over the being abused as a child, you know, being trafficked through the, through Ghislaine Maxwell. Her, her suit is with her, I think, or her criminal case. And I don't follow this stuff, so I, I, I okay. don't remember the whole story. But I do remember this in detail, that she said she was giving a tour to somebody, and she's yeah. still involved in this. Now, she's still working for Jeffrey, working maybe as a polite word for okay. Jeffrey Epstein. But anyway, so she, she took them to the New York Brownstone, and they're out front. And she said, yeah, you see the, you see the bars on the windows? In this side over here are where the guys sit with the headphones on their head, and they record all the things that we do. So okay. she was admitting essentially she might either she would knew or she was just being coy or she right. was just naively blurting out the fact that that Jeffrey Epstein was probably an agent for the CIA and the Mossad. And, and it's all being recorded and going to the intelligence services and being used to blackmail politicians. That's really what the story should be. We shouldn't we don't who cares about pedophile island. We should care about how many people were blackfield black. That's that's what it's about, about. I, I agree. And I know that the, the narrative that they're trying to craft is that he was just a Mossad agent, but I think you nailed it. It was with no, the CIA just, as well. Yeah, no. And and she she knows she I can't remember what's the other there's we have other proof of that, but in any case, and, and the fact that I'm the other question is are they different? The real point I think we have to come to the conclusion is it's like who like British MI6 owns medical and scientific publishing. So mm -hmm. they're all together. It's just one big yeah. intelligence service. Five, five eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that's just a different. Yeah. Now I will tell you an interesting story. Who was it that told me this? They were, I actually met somebody that was a dinner at a dinner party with these two. Oh, and here's what they said. And I can't remember now who it is. Oh. I, 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 I'll, I'll think of it and I'll figure out yeah. who told me this, but Tell anyway, the story, maybe you'll remember. They, they were at a dinner party and they were there as a couple and what their comment, what the person is a female that told me this. And what her comment was, is that Jeffrey Epstein kind of acted autistically. Like he was, he wasn't, he was kind of like looking down and very, you know, not real, he wasn't flamboyant at all. He was right. just kind of looking down and, 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 she was in charge. Ghislaine was the uh, the controlling entity and the, the the conversational and would kind of you know be in charge of, of what he needed to do or say. I think so. Right. That's the impression. I that's that's what I was told. I don't know any more than that. And and I'll tell you why because this person, the person that told me this, and I want to say it was somebody at Threadfest told me this. Huh. The person that told me this said that she uh, that 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 they it's very important to that they put out a mispronunciation of of Maxwell's first name mm. and that I think she's the one that told me it's actually Ghislaine Maxwell that's how it you is pronounce Ghislaine. it it's with no s you don't say the s apparently right exactly the yeah, point is, is because it's like it's like casting spells it's like when you know the name you can say things and it gets energized into the universe. They know that. And you yeah. can, you can damage people, but if you can't pronounce their name, they're more safe. Protected. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. It uh, doesn't, uh, it, it, uh, it, not in that regard, but in, in, you know, the more casting spell way, um, 
Dr. Judy Mankiewicz talks about this a lot, how they intentionally misspell her name. Um, that it was like made it really hard for people to find her website and it caused a lot of problems for her, she said. But she talks mm. about that a lot. The, the That's interesting. So it could be used both ways, maybe. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It was the, the opposite way. But yeah. so, so do you pronounce the E in your name? No, it's Courtney. Okay, so, yeah, okay. <laughs> but a lot of people like to say Courtney, and I do spell it out. You know, I'll say Courtney is how right, it's spelled. Right. So, so you might be a little protected. On the other hand, I'm hosed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not too many ways of pronouncing Lee. <laughs> no, probably not. Many ways yeah. to spell it, but not pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I I agree with you. Um, I didn't know about the remote control birth birth control though. I can't I can't think of the guy's name. This is a number of years ago. This is long before COVID. I knew and I found out about this. Mm. This was when you know because this whole thing with with Jeffrey Epstein. If people were paying attention, I think it was 2009 when that all really when the first trial of him took place, and that was when. Trump kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago and offered yeah. to help the victims. Okay. He offered to be testimony for the victims. People want to make, they, they've faked pictures of Trump. Now I'm not saying all the pictures of him with, with Jeffrey Epstein were false because for a long time he was, had a thing at the, at the Mar-a-Lago. He was one of the people that were a member, but, um, but there's a lot, but the rest of the story is not. So it is, it, it's, it's it doesn't support that. I mean, right. you know, his, his uh, driver one day dropped him off at a pool party apparently. And, um, and this is from the driver's firsthand account. He said that, that Trump went in and uh, as they drove up, he sees all these, <laughs> these young children in the pool and, and Trump said, isn't he a nice guy to invite the, all the neighbor kids. And then, and then 15 minutes later, he comes running out and he says, I'm never going to one of those parties again. That's oh, by the story God. of the of the show first. So I think that there was, there was, you know, you can say what you will. I don't think he was part of that. But anyway, here's, now here's the thing on coming out that I think is more interesting. Now they've got good close-up pictures of okay. Jeffrey Epstein when he was alive in profile. Okay. You see his nose. He's uh -huh. got this kind of curve on his nose. Right. And then you see him dead. No, he's got a straight nose. But then you see the guy dead and he's got a curve on his nose. Really? Yeah, yeah, different nose, completely different nose. The guy on the on the journey that they had a picture, uh, a, a lateral I mean, he could picture have of broken his nose, I guess theoretically, but yeah. So it may not be that he's dead. He may be in some witness protection program. We don't know where he is, or somebody else has got him. Interesting. I don't think I don't think he's dead, but I don't know uh, where he is. Is another story. Right. You know, it's what like John McAfee. Do we think he's really dead? Those are That's, the things we might find out in 2024. I don't know. Oh, that would be very, very interesting. He did repeatedly say that, you know, he was not going to commit suicide. McAfee. Right. If I get whacked and he and he has a tattoo put on his arm. I know. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> whacked. It says, if I, if I die, it, you look at my tattoo. I didn't do it. <laughs> oh my. What do you think will happen if all these things do come out? I mean, in the next year. Well, I mean, with Epstein, I, I think the thing, sorry, but before you give me your answer, right, I just think the thing with Epstein that is so, is, like you pointed out, the connection with, uh, you know, the birth control, we've, we've talked about his funding of Charles Lieber. He was so instrumental in so many of the, you know, New World Order agendas. So, you know, it has been, the, the pedophile ring, I'm not, I'm not condoning that in any regard at all, but that's like just a, it's a small. It's a small it's point. A, yeah. 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 
it's it's well, a conduit in many ways to be able to execute this bigger agenda. Uh, again, I'm not saying that that's justified in any way. Oh, no. Nobody's but I think the bigger agenda anymore. is so big that it's going to dwarf yeah. all this stuff. You know, yeah. let's suppose just, okay, I'm just going to, this is a hypothetical. Okay. Let us suppose that the, the world has been infiltrated, that we are not, that, that the people commanding and controlling the world are not mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And that we're fighting that there's a kinetic war going on that we're not aware of because it's underground. And I do think mm -hmm. that's going on. And I just tell people, if you don't just just go to um, Azazel News, go to. In fact, I have it on my telegram. I started following manhole cover fires. And because yeah. there, there, something is blowing off manhole covers and I've never seen that in my entire life. So something is unusual. We're hearing booms. We're hearing fog. We're hearing that they're using glitter bombs, that they're using dazzlers. Dazzlers were actually developed by, by uh, I can't remember his first name, but the guy that does the Glock pistol, he's dead now, died at 90 some just recently. But yeah. he was a German guy, Glock. Anyway, he apparently developed the dazzlers. Okay. I mean, this gets really crazy. It gets into black goo. It gets into all sorts of stuff. But the point I'm sure. making is there's something going on in this world that is so big and so ugly and it's international and it's underground and it has to do, it fits, it puts everything together. It puts the child trafficking together. It puts the underground weird stuff we're seeing together. It puts the 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 UFOs together, the whatever we're mm -hmm. seeing up there. I mean, it's all, and and, it, and the missing people, um, what else, you know, the projected, the, the movie, um, uh, predictive programming, we see movies like, uh, predator, right. Mm. What are some of the others that we've seen? I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's going to come out that we're in a much bigger war and that all this other stuff was put in our way to distract us. So we're not paying attention because Mm -hmm. we're being I, i'm gonna say it i think you can call me crazy but i think we're being farmed i think our children have been food for something else for a very long time yeah and I, I think well, that is so big i think when this starts coming out uh it's not gonna you know there's and i i know one of the things i just keep running into things that that make me believe it that i just can't yes yes blow it off. yeah i can't blow it off i you know for example I saw about an hour and a half video and this was, I mean, I was in the military for, if you consider it all time together, 12 years. And I, and I, uh, I know what a, a, a military classroom looks like. It was nobody, nobody would make that in Hollywood. It's too, it's too ugly, you know, and there are a bunch of military, these are army officers. And the guy that's giving the talk is a major and he's giving a talk on tools used in subterranean warfare. Now, first of all, and this was done, eight, nine years ago that I, you know, and I'm going, you know, what subterranean war are we in? What are we fighting? You know, this is long after Afghanistan. We're not, we're not in Tora Bora anymore. What, what are we fighting? And, and not only was he giving this talk, but there were people with him. The people in the audience are raising their hands and periodically saying, well, you know, when we, they don't tell you where they were, but they say, when, you know, when we were doing this, we used this and it was very effective. Da, 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 da. So they're very careful at not telling you details that would give away kind of what they're doing but they're they're talking about it and again there you go the tech and i found out that the army had spent at least six hundred thousand dollars and that's not much in today's terms when we're talking about billions being sent over to ukraine whatever that means right. but, but it's it's something to just for 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 the subterranean war education kind of stuff well, and, for, and for you know equipment 
This is so interesting. Somebody actually sent me, and I think I just sent it if you want to pull up the video, but somebody sent me this video and they actually asked me to ask you, I just remembered, um, but they said it looked like a, it's right off of Lahaina and they were saying that it looks like a military submarine. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I, is this I don't a, know it doesn't show a picture. Uh, it's a video that I had just sent. Oh, this is not it. it. This is something else. Yeah. It might yeah, take train and warfare. Find that. But, but yeah, um, we'll, we'll see if we can find it. But yeah, it was a right off Lahaina and someone had sent it to me saying that it looked like it was a, a military submarine. And that just is interesting in the context well, of there. And that's probably a very good pickup. I know that for a fact, uh, we, I have the picture on my computer showing Russian ships that had mm -hmm. Russian divers, like we have our Navy SEALs and our divers, they have theirs. Yeah. We were escorting Russian ships. Uh, this was a couple years ago off uh, Hawaiian islands okay. doing some exercise over there. And I can't remember what the cover story was, but clearly that's not what that was going on. <laughs> so the idea is that there are these tunnels that go into these underground yeah. bases. Uh, right. And it's not just underground bases, but there are all sorts of things down there. there and, and there's a lot of history of, 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 of old papers and books and and stories about people stumbling into these underground areas these worlds and making it out alive and then people that don't here's a here's a stat a fact that anybody can look up if okay. you look up at the the map of 411 which is people disappearing in the national forest and then you overlay the map you'll mm -hmm. find i think on telegram there's somebody that does that they overlay the map that's kind of small but yeah it could be, I know. It could be a nuclear submarine um i can't see it with a dis distance but you know okay. I mean, they're, I, 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 from a distance, I'm not an expert. I couldn't tell the difference. I could tell a nuclear submarine when I see one up close, one of ours, sure. and maybe one of the Russians, but I can't really at a distance say that that's, that's not an old, I don't think that could be an old, uh, old diesel boat. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I've been around them all, but I can't at a distance. I don't know enough. It's like people that can spot different airplanes or different cars at a distance. I can't do that either. But yeah, my fiance can. I don't know. I don't have the eagle eyes, but yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that there's um yeah. So I don't know. I think that's that. And so I think an election. I don't know that we're going to get to the election, but I know you were saying that you were saying. So what's the stat that people can look up about uh the undergrounds? Oh yeah. So you can look at the map of the underground of the known like the tunnels to tunnels, natural tunnels in America. Yeah. You know, cavern system. Sure. The cavern system. And you can overlay that when you do. You, they've they've done this where they overlaid that over the four one one calls, and they're just a very good overlay. They're a very good fit. In other words, the people that are disappearing in the national forests right. are disappearing. In they not it's not just random. Now right. it's, it's like they're disappearing in areas of these natural cave systems. Now this is when I started taking this really seriously. <laughs> there's several things. I mean, there's these. There's the whole thing about the weird bite wounds going on that we're seeing in news articles that are, as a surgeon, I'm just going to say they're lying about what these are. Um, the, the deaths of those Idaho students, I think they were Idaho students, the four in the house. Um, and then then the uh, like in, in Joshua Tree, when they had just had these two people disappear, mm -hmm. the next thing you know is the military guys at 29 Palms in the military housing, they put up these ultraviolet lights. It's the purpling of the lights around the country. Mm -hmm. That's another part of this whole thing. Yeah. Why are we putting purple lights on the tops of subway cars? 
Yeah. Well, why are they, why are we doing it on uh, the street lights all over? Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. And yeah. And so I then the other with the Manjabi on that, he's like very focused on the street lights. Right. And the street lights are not just above the streets. Like I say, they're putting these purple lights in subways. Why do they need them? Okay. Yeah, because they say that these things are dropping off the roofs of the, of the, uh, of the subway cave. And dropping on to, to get the last stragglers coming off the subway. I guess don't be the last person off. And then there are these, then there's this weird thing with the bed bugs. Okay. The bed yeah. bugs, they're showing you these pictures of this bed bug infestation in outbreak. They call them a bed bug outbreak in France, right? In Paris. Okay. And, they're, and, and they're, it, it started in some place. I can't remember where it first started. Was it Rome? I can't remember. But wherever it started, and then they reported them there, and then they report, and now they're reporting them in Paris. Well, but then they sh in Paris, they showed a picture of these bed bugs. And um, it turns out, the picture, you can't see bed bugs at a distance. They're showing these bugs crawling on a, on, a, on a subway car in Paris, like they're crawling all over the back of the seat. And they look like they're like a, 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 you know, a, a fly or something bigger than that. That's not a bed bug. So why are the newspapers reporting this as a bed bug outbreak and showing that picture? Is what that some kind of is? calm? Well, I think it's that that they're having an outbreak of these things, these uncharacterized subterranean life forms. And this is the way they put out their military comms or something. I don't know, or not military, but they're, somebody's talking to somebody and saying, watch out in Paris, this is coming out there now to you guys now. Interesting. I don't know, that's far-fetched maybe, but there's something, again, there's something weird going on underground. It's subway tunnels, it's tunnels. Uh, yeah. Now, the global resurgence. Global resurgence. Okay. Now there is a point. There was a point a number of years ago. The bed bug. The reason you believe it that it's true mm -hmm. about bed bugs is a few years ago. I mean, this is when they got rid of this particular insecticide, mm -hmm. the one thing that kills bed bugs. And so now I remember the first the first people to have the problem was the uh, I think it was a CNN a newsroom in New York City got bed bugs in the chairs. I said I love it because it's the it's the it's the it's it's the people that don't think we should ever have insecticides. You know, they don't see a point for it. There's a reason. Bed bugs do give you diseases and things. So oh yeah, bed bugs are a problem. And so now and they're, they're all awful. Yeah, I mean, and that was the only thing they took off the market. The only thing that actually stopped them. And so now really? we're left with yeah, yeah. They was some insecticide, and they said, well, uh, personally, uh, you know, now it's a real mess. And so now not only uh, my my neighbor got him and you know, it's, she's not unclean. This isn't about being unclean. It's almost impossible to not, if you sleep in hotels, I mean, I've started looking at, under the sheet, just at the top of the mattress, you know how to do it. I learned this from a, an insecticide guy, you know, but they have to, they, it, it's costing the economy a lot of money to just burn mattresses, get rid of all this stuff. I'm getting but I'm not sure it's all, but now we're using, now it's something else. Now when they're telling us either that or it's just some idiot just put up that picture and didn't think, but <laughs> I just don't know what, but I'm going to tell you, I, and I just challenge people to listen for the look, listen, all you're in, like, you'll hear these, all these, there's all these news stories about explosions going off, people being upset. Why in, why in, in, you know, in uh, November are fireworks going off. And then you listen to some of these things and, these are not fireworks. These are, there are some booms, but then there's obvious, not, not random gunfire. I mean, this is like train sounding, like you would go to a military range type fire, firing. You know what I mean? Mm, right. So. 
what do you think is going on underground? What do you think is uh well, well, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm decided I'm just going to let her. It's 2024, yeah, I mean, and I'm just going to say what I think we now. May as well. <laughs> yeah, we may as well. Well, I've seen pictures of these things, um, okay. and they're creepy looking. I saw the creepiest one was one running next to somebody's car. Again, people can say this is all a big psyop. I can't tell you're wrong. It could just be one huge global psyop. But these are reports are coming in from all over the world of these pale, naked, humanoid, long, tall, limbed, long limbed, tall things that are that are very fast and they come out of these caverns. Okay. And the other story goes that they have they have talons, they have big like on the ends of their fingers they've got these things. They're like like a like a claw essentially that uh that have tetrodotoxin. Which means, and this goes, I, I'm, and I'm just going to say, I say this now from a medical standpoint, this goes along with what we're hearing about the victims, because there's something wrong about the victims once they encounter one of these things cannot run. They cannot get away from them, apparently. They have to be rescued. The ones that have survived have been rescued by somebody else. And wow. tetrodotoxin is the puffer fish poison. That's what, it, it's, a, it's a nerve blocker. So essentially, right. you just can't move. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a motor nerve blocker and you can't, you can't move. And uh, you're seeing the people that are victims of this, they have puncture wounds, they have weird bite wounds, and you also see the authorities lying about every one of them. So that's, what's got me convinced there's something like this. And, mm -hmm. and they don't like UV lights. That's one of the points. They don't like UV lights. A you know, there's, here's another question. Bells. I got to ask you about, have you followed this whole thing about the, the apocalypse of the bells? No, I, the, I, you had mentioned it. I was like, I don't know anything about this. Yeah. In the second, in the, well, in the 1900s, I mean, there used to be these huge, I remember going to Japan, they still had the Buddhist bells, but they were rare and far between all these big bells in Europe. These were huge bells like the Liberty bell only even bigger that were in all the cathedrals. They were all over the place in America. We had big brass bells in the churches. They all got taken down and put electronic bells up there. But there was, they used these bells to, for a bunch of things. And one of them was for healing. They would, you could get inside the bells oh, and it made yeah. a healing frequency. But another one apparently was to, it's a warning bell, right? You used it for a warning. Right. Apparently these things don't like bells. That's the story. Now, if you notice, if you go online and you look to buy bells, you'll see there's all these, they call them witches bells and they're for protection of your house. You put them on your front door and your back door. I'm, I'm not inclined to buy something that says witches bells, but nonetheless, the point I'm making is there's something to this. The old, the old, all these old myths are kind of sounding like what we're dealing with here. They come out in the dark of the night. They don't like a lot of light. Um, uh, so, you know, this is the, you keep the, keep, you know, what the, it's all, the whole stories of like, Carpathia and Transylvania about keeping the torches lit. Don't let the light go out. Wow. Well, I, I mean, this is totally just speculation, but it, what if they were not like organic beings at all? What if they're like, it, you know, running some sort of like cyborg or like robotic type of with biological components? Um, they and could be again. So, so what are the options? They're completely alien. <laughs> Or right. they are genetically engineered, right? Or yeah, they're 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 something um, you know that's a composite of of you know maybe they're 
I don't know. But the fact yeah. that they have this tetrodotoxin says to me that they're biologic in some way. Well, that's why I said, yeah, like like a geoengineer. But they could be of. they could be a biosynth, what they call. Right. In fact, I just yes. this is my this is my 2024 plan is to actually look deeper into that whole thing because tomorrow, um, that is what's that's what uh, Todd Callender and his group they've got their court docket at the Supreme Court tomorrow mm -hmm. on essentially biosynthetic life. You know, this is this has uh, been th uh, this is a big problem. If if it is, they found all this. Now, I'm not saying I'm still not convinced the psychopaths in charge can really get at our DNA the way they say they can. Right. I'm not convinced that we are being made into a new species. But if we are, the uh -huh. point is they they have all this paper that they've discovered that is is that suggests that that they're that's what their goal is. Whether they've been actually able to accomplish it, I don't know. I'll just I say that. I'm giving Todd's a great researcher and a lawyer, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that there's a reason to believe. You know, it's like we say in medicine, assuming the history to be true. Right. You know, they might be lying to us, but if it's they're, if they're telling us the truth, then their goal is to put this mRNA into people and to change their DNA. And mm -hmm. at that point, they no longer uh, are are they can be patented. OK, they right. are no longer, which means they don't have the protection of being a human. Right. That's the big point is that now we're back to slavery. The slavery yep. will now be legal because you're not human, actually, if that's the case. That's the case they're bringing before the Supreme Court. That's amazing. I definitely yeah. agree that that's the goal. I, I agree with you that they might not be able to do uh, what they say. But I think regardless, it, it needs to be brought to the forefront, because even if even if they can't achieve those goals, if they convince enough people that they can, then they can still try and patent people. And take so, your rights. And if yeah. they can't do it today, they might be able to do it tomorrow. So I think yeah. the case that Todd is bringing still is right. Now, here's the yeah. problem you get into. Okay. What if you found out that these things underground are half human and half something else? Right. It's in other words, now that we know, have you ever seen uh, who's that guy, uh, Michael Crichton, Dr. Crichton? Right. He was a medical doctor, Michael Crichton, who wrote all these books. He wrote the book about, I think it was called Next, and it was about genetic engineering. Yeah. And he, he had like, my favorite was the parrot that had human genes in it. And so it was, it was, it was helping the kid at night do his math homework, but the kid kept getting A's on his homework, but failing the test. And the reason was the parrot wasn't there to take the test for him, but he could, <laughs> he could do the math problems. So, mm. you know, but the point I'm saying, and they, oh, and they had a chimpanzee that was half man, half, mm. half ape. It was some kind of mix. Well, I shouldn't say chimpanzee. It was an ape like thing. But it was kind of close enough. It, it went to school. So oh, wow. the kid went to school. That's right. So now the question is, at what point then do you not become human? How, I mean, in other words, right. are, is this, this is ugly. It, you know, it's, it's really ugly. ugly. And that's why, this is why, you know, there's a lot, there's biblical prescription and history about this. This is the, the problem. We are in the age of the Nephilim again. You know, right. and when when Christ was asked in the Bible, and I'm not a Bible scholar, but everybody's talking about this, about, you know, how will we know the end times? It says it will be as in the age of Noah, as in the times of Noah. Right. So what was the time of Noah? It was to wash away the Nephilim, the, the half, right. the, the, the damaged DNA thing. So it's, uh, I don't know. Well, 
that uh so i i had just done a show on the nacs and i so i have this theory on them before we get into what they yeah, are and explain um, because i didn't know what they were until you talked to me about it so explain to everybody and I, I hadn't heard of them until last week actually and they've been really working at this for so long so they've just to they me started, i see as n-acetylcysteine by the way it's, it's i know stuff. yeah i know <laughs> right right which they they banned right in no they're trying to because it's good well they took it off the market in 2020 or they at least made it really difficult to get i don't know yeah. i have I it to... i have it in my supplement just as, as a point of order i, ha I have like a two-year supply but yeah <laughs> but i had to get it you know like it was hard to get but yeah so nacs are natural asset companies and they're i used to make the joke that they were going to regulate and then like charge for the air we breathe um and then COVID hit and everybody's wearing a mask and i'm like see they're regulating they're... our air but little did i know they were actually working to like commodify our natural resources. Um, but the, before I get into what they are, the reason why I thought of it when you're talking about like this whole uh, biosynthetics is my theory. And this is just a theory. Uh, but I think that, so the, it, this is all part of the, and I'll get into it, but it's all part of the 30 by 30 agenda, which is a stepping stone to the half earth agenda. And the half earth agenda is where only half of the earth can be inhabited by humans. and they and, and the rest of it can't be used so you can't have any productive land that's a huge part of what, what's going on here but my thought is that on that land what they want to do is terraform it and i think you know use it essentially as their lab to make you know all of their you know, do all their geoengineering make all of their you know fake meat fake products uh and yeah, then they're going to use the humans. land you think they're going to use land for themselves i think they're, they're going to terraform a lot of it to make the you know like synthetic world that they want to uh, push people into. It's going to be uninhabited, oh, I but I think there's going to be a part of it that's, you know, kind of like the synthetic, because I think they're they're really marching towards a post-human world. I mean, they have handbooks on this. So there's a transhuman yeah. leading to the post-human world. But yeah, the, so the NACs, what they are, and uh, this is really urgent, which is why I did that broadcast because uh, I like I knew nothing about it, but I was like, I need to sound the alarm if I can. Well, because... I had heard about thirty thirty, and and we could see that happening, mm -hmm. you know, in in the Midwest where you know Vanguard Corporation, you know, the top three com companies: yeah. BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. Vanguard very cleverly has developed software for all county assessors. So when your county assessor buys this software to help them in the presumably then they have to hire the vanguard people to come out and reassess your homes and your mm -hmm. properties and when they do that everything gets jacked up then their friends from wall street come and they try and pass these bonds for uh, an insane amount of money in small town america where we, we just we have a lot of land but we don't have a lot of people and they right. pass these they get people in oh you have to vote for this because it's for the children you know and the school bonds and right. then pretty soon you're in debt and then the businesses dry up because they're disproportionately taxed they go away property prices then go up or, or taxes go up on all the properties because you still have to pay this bond and you have still have to do this that's what this is doing to drive people off this land. And isn't it yeah. interesting that it's Vanguard that's doing this? So, anybody, I, I, I'm sorry, go on. Yeah. You no, know, I was just saying, and it's a county by county level. So watch your watch your county if they decide to hire Vanguard to do your assessment and and use a Vanguard's assessment software. Software. No, they're definitely doing this uh, in many ways and and locally and through corporations like Vanguard already. Um, but. This now puts it up on the New York Stock Exchange. This is what this is what's going on here. 
Um, and I, I just think that that makes it so that we're it we're now in danger of like foreign companies can buy stock in private land in the United States. That's what I'm worried about. So yeah, so the farm I does. have for four generations. Yeah. If it goes up on the New York Stock Exchange, that's exactly what happened. And I think, you know, of course, I, you're absolutely right that they want that. I think they want that land because I think they do want to push people into the city so they can push yeah. this, uh, you know, the smart grid kind of. Uh, but, yeah, I can play that video just for people. Uh, Margaret Beifeld, uh, it's like a one minute video, but she she's been really sounding the alarm. I think she had a like private like land that her family owned for generations and ran into the government trying to seize it. So that kind of sounded her alarm on all of this, but she's been doing really great work. She works with the American stewards of Liberty. I actually reached out to her to do an interview. I wanted to do it before this. They did extend it. They extended it now to January 18, where you st still can comment on the rulings at the SEC, the SEC ruling, you know, securities exchange commission. Ruling. And where do you do the comment? Um, so there is on, if you go to the American Stewards of Liberty, they do have American a- American Stewards of Liberty has a site. Yeah, American okay. Stewards of Liberty U, US. And then uh, at the bottom of one of the articles, they do, at the bottom of this article, I believe. Uh, yeah, if we click on the read more. Um, so no, just, yeah. So uh, no. Stewards like S-T-E-W-A-R-D-S, so, right? Yeah, and so at the bottom of uh, the the first article that we had, it, they have a bunch of links, and uh, that link, those links do have. I might have it pulled up actually, because I don't think we can find it. Well, everybody should do this because even if you don't own land, the people that make your food do. That is that actually grow real food, not make. So it I'll just read it out because uh, we're not finding it, but I'll read it. It's www.sec.gov forward slash rules forward slash SRO forward slash SR dash NYSE dash NYSE mm -hmm, New York Stock Exchange. Uh, yeah, there it is. It's pulled up. Um, and then it's a 2023-09. And okay. that's where you can. Uh, yeah. So this is the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission. And then, yeah, you can go to right there where it says submit. Uh, current uh, SR dash New York Stock Exchange 20 9. Um, yeah, I think everybody should do it. And then you can also um, talk to your uh, federal and state representatives and, you know, press, put pressure on them. And uh, I do think there's hope because initially it was supposed to be till just January 2nd. And then it was uh, extended because Marlo Oaks, who is the state treasurer for Utah, makes sense you know these uh western uh, right. states have lots of farmland and uh they he he wrote a comment and he got 22 other state treasurers with him i'm not sure at this point it might be more uh but they got it extended because it was unprecedented that they were only giving 21 days after passing such a big uh you know proposal that most people had never heard of and now it's been extended to january 18th so I do think there is the potential if enough people speak out. Uh, now, that's not to say they won't do underhanded things there. So th what they're doing with this is uh, to pass this all through. This has really been building for a long time. So like Pelosi had a, a bill back in 1992 uh, that it was like the Earth Summit. And it was all about this agenda for, you know, that's moving towards the half Earth agenda. Um, and then so they had 
Uh, and yeah, this is Marlo Oaks. He's the state treasurer for Utah. And he and they list on that American Stewards of, of Liberty dot US. They um, they have a whole section where you can go and look at people's comments uh, for the SEC. So if anybody wants suggestions and like inspiration for what to write and uh, his is on there. So he but his Twitter goes through a lot of what what they are, what it's about and why we should fight against them. But what I wanted to bring up was uh, so there's all of these building blocks and it looks like they were waiting for the Biden administration because oh, yeah. shortly after he got into office, he did a bunch of executive orders that were all about land conservation. And uh, he started it was part of this 15 year green economy agenda that he put forth. And he called it America the Beautiful. So it sounds lovely. You know, America's beautiful. We want to conserve all this beautiful land in America. Except that what it is, is they're conserving the land. So you can't use it. And like the analogy that I would use is like if you were to buy land and you thought it was going to be a gold mine, literally, then you take this risk. You, you know, hire people. You invest in the land. And if it doesn't work out, you, you know, reap the risks of, uh, you know, what you've incurred or you reap the fruits of your labor. But now they're de-incentivizing use of land. And so right. there no productivity and the way they make money is off of carbon credits. So it's all part of this, uh, you know, carbon agenda, um, you know, the zero growth and the uh, net zero agenda. And the other thing they did, uh, sorry, one more thing is that they've been oh because it's part of the, you know, the accounting, they had to create like basically a new accounting system in order to value this land. Uh, and this has been in the works for a very long time. So the, uh, what well, the UN had like, it's like voodoo accounting essentially. And you'll find this funny. So I looked up, they kept talking about gap. It's G A A P. Now I I'm an idiot and I, I didn't know what gap was, but normally when you read, so I started looking under financial, you know, papers, normally when you read gap, they spell it out. It's generally accepted accounting principles. However, in this document, in all of the documents pertaining to, uh, you know, this natural asset companies, they didn't spell it out. So I just looked up gap and what came up was the demon gap. And apparently the demon gap is, uh, yeah, so I looked it up and the demon gap is makes it easier for women to find a lover. Uh, it's, a, it's a medical demon. They make it easier for women to find a lover, but then they render her infertile and i thought oh my gosh that's actually very fitting because that's what's happening they're making the land you know it's appealing and beautiful we're conserving it but it's infertile you can't produce on the land and i don't know wow. that, but like you know but they didn't spell out gap <laughs> so i just thought that was very interesting so, and, well but also it says gap is also one of the four cardinal spirits so this is you know they this is not accident i'm sorry it's kind of I like you know, we can talk, you know, people can laugh about the reptilian, you know, being real. But why does Alfa Romeo have a have a reptilian eating a, a, a serpent eating a baby on the steering wheel of every every Alfa Romeo? You know, this is you can't explain this, but the chance of a, of a you know, it's like the demonic entity gap. We also have the uh, stars in the um, Alpha Draconis constellation that theoretically these things came from there. The num names of the stars are, you know, Delta to Omicron, 
in the body of the constellation. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, every time you turn around, they're using their own. It's a joke they have against us, I think. Yeah, they're signaling to each other. I think, I, well, that's what I thought. I mean, I did point it out because I was like, huh, that's interesting. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there yeah. it is. You know, and people could say, oh, that's no, something is protecting the baby. That was one of the stories that the Alpha Romeo put out. But you can find older versions. This is the modern version of the symbol. You can right. find older ones where it's very clear what's going on and it's very clear it's a terrified infant you know so that's awful i know this is this is uh it gets uglier and uglier so but you're saying they can come in to your now good luck i'm going to tell you this is why they wanted to take our weapons because good luck good luck having a bunch of people in suits and a and a and a a, uh you know an attache case going out to somebody's you know 260 or 320 acre plot and right. telling them that you no longer can use this, we're going to do this. I don't think you're going to, you know, you be seen again. Over so <laughs> I don't think so either. You know, well, and it doesn't apply. So, in order to get this to where we are, where we can put it on the New York Stock Exchange, they have to create a valuation. So they started with, uh, in the uh, it was around 2012 that the UN created their own like system of accounting. It's like a voodoo accounting system. It makes no sense at all. Um, but it's their, like, they, they call it ecosystem accounting. It's S-E-E-A. And, uh, yeah, you can look it up. But ecosystem it, accounting. I love that. Yeah, it's ecosystem. <laughs> Why don't they just say fraudulent, <laughs> it, it, fraudulent it, it, accounting? Let's just, you know, that's funny. It, it is. It's, uh, what did they call it? The S-E-E-A uh, UN.org has it. Oh, it's environmental. Yeah, system of environmental economic accounting and then they put ecosystem accounting so they worked on that in 2012 and they put out a whole document and then about they said 90 countries have signed on to this environmental accounting and they have said the U- they kept saying the u.s had not and so oh, they been- well maybe okay good well it was great until biden well. in January of last year created the national strategy to develop statistics for environmental economic decisions, a U.S. system of natural capital accounting and associated environmental economic statistics. And this was from the Office of Science and Technological Policy Office of Management and Budget Department of Commerce. And you know, it's real. You know, this is really a good thing when a bunch of people need to think that they need to go out and make this picture you're seeing in front of you with by standing in this, in this, like this to spell it out on the lawn. Like this is, you know, (laughs) this is going to really convince me guys. You know, I, I, I I admit that I think you're, I think we're safer with you out on the lawn than in an office actually doing something. But nonetheless, (laughs) this is kind of silly, silly. They're casting a spell. I mean, you're standing, you know, but it's just kind of, the people doing these things are silly. You know, it's like the people that, 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 uh, what, what's some of the stuff that I saw, you know, oh, well, here's one, the people that think, oh, well, you know, all the, they're going to be better land stewards. You know, where the best ecologically sound animal, uh, conservatory is on the West coast, essentially it's the Marine base at Camp Pendleton. Really? In spite of them, staging war games with live ammunition and all this stuff, the animals know they are safer there than in Governor Newsom's California. 
with all the all the sprinklers and the cars and everything else, you know. And and they right. and they claim that you know, and they set aside all this nice land in California for state and you know parks and all that kind of stuff. But the best place, and they're on, they actually have to to act in certain ways. The the Marine Corps actually does this purposely, and the same thing out in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. They purposely are stewards of the land. Farmers, you know, you don't poison your own land. It's only when the government tells you to come in and do this kind of stuff. And they it's pay when, farmers to do that. Right. And it's when big Monsanto and people take away your ability to make a living if you don't use their poisons. That's how it gets on there. We never did that before. I mean, uh, I'm a fourth generation on a farm and I'm going to tell you, they they take care of that stuff. We had the most, I mean, they, they, they make sure that there's a place for fed. Before we had big corporate farming. Every little farm had a place so that the pheasants could roost. They'd have baby pheasants. They'd have all this stuff. Now, yeah, the farmers also ate pheasant once in a while, but they had, they, they, it was in, it was like, it was in a balance. Okay. They gave the, the animals land and then they occasionally ate the animals. That's the way nature really is. But no, the big corporate farms come in and they are going to do, because they've got, you know, acres and acres of corn now for ethanol and they just pushed the you know people that sold their small family farm to these guys they just bulldozed all these creeks not necessarily the creek but they bulldozed all these gullies in that the were the, the, the animal reservoirs and they made it more economically sound to big big corporate farming that's what happens yeah the, the and 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 people you know that don't know anything about growing up in a farm and don't know how it works are passing laws in dc to take this all over for spurious reasons. And, and yeah, this has got to be stopped. It has to be stopped. It well, absolutely we won't, you won't be able to go to your local farmer. If you don't stop this, this is like the Netherlands. Think about what's happening in the yep. Netherlands. Exactly. You, know, you won't be able to get local produce. You will have to take Bill Gates synthetic crap. Mm -hmm. If we don't protect the farmland, that's what you're going to eat. Those vertical, you'll be in a vertical city. Like, have you seen that creepy vertical city? At, where is it? Is it Dubai or Saudi Arabia building it. It is Dubai. Yeah. And it's just no. like, it's like two miles or five miles long or something. It's all shiny and it looks like just a big glass wall. But people live in, you can have their, the people are going right. to live in there. It's got gardens in there and all sorts of stuff. Like it looks a lot like a, a high, high rent jail. Oh, vertical yeah. city. I feel like I have heard of that. I'm trying to find where. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, I, 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 that's not my idea of living. No, uh, it's Saudi Arabia. Okay. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, he's going to get involved. It's, yeah, very creepy. And when you see the picture of it, like in the desert. Yeah. It's just this big shiny thing, you know, because it's reflecting the heat. It's this big shiny wall that just goes on forever. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. they'll uh, dim the sun's rays and then you won't see. Yeah, anywhere. there you go. Look at that. That's their idea. That's awful. That is awful. Well, these are, um, I, I, as I said, you can go to the uh, American stewards uh, us and they, they have a briefing that they did also that I recommend everybody go look at. Um, but there's just seven proposed points that they make. Um, so this will just give people a sense of why uh, NACs are bad. So they say, Proposed rule authorizes federal lands, including national parks, to be enrolled in the NACs, natural asset companies. Uh, proposed rule gives management authority to NACs, so that means they can do whatever they want like to it, and what they want is not to do anything on it. 
which means nothing. And these are foreign companies that can buy these assets. Yes. Yes. That's and another you know, point. And you know that, uh, and they bring that up, um, but you know that there was that, I think it was Epic Times that released it, uh, but it was uh, uh, Chi Hoshian. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but he was a Chinese defense minister. And he talked in that memo that he, it was like a secret memo that was leaked. And he said that the elites in China have deeds on American land and they're just waiting to be able to inhabit it. But if you have it publicly traded, then theoretically they can just scoop up. Yeah. The Biden administration is preparing to enroll the federal lands into NAC's proposal rule invites foreign interests into invest in the NACs. So that, that was their number four. Land trusts can enroll conservation easement without landowners' permission. Now that to me is really horrifying. That, that, that is very horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you you might not even know you might own land that is publicly being traded. Um, exclusive rights to natural processes uh, will be monetized and assigned to NACs, and then protection of the resources is prioritized over human flourishing. So essentially, protection of these resources on this land is more important than whether or not humans exist. And uh, that I think that's exactly you know what you're talking about the farmland. So they if they won't be able to produce enough food for humans, which is very convenient for people who have a depopulation agenda, agenda. Yeah. Yeah. well and we've seen this when they've when they've come in the epa i think has come in and declared your land is a wetland we're declaring it a wetland and you can't do anything with it yeah so somebody buys up a piece of a uh, swamp that nobody wanted it wasn't doing much mm -hmm. they just wanted to carve out part of it for some purpose they can't do it because uh yeah yeah so I, I, as you're as you're pointing out, you know, I think aspects of this are already underway, well underway. Uh, but my my point is, I just see a lot of people taking the approach that well, it's already happening, and so they're very apathetic. I still right. think that we can stop it from being listed publicly on the New York Stock Exchange. I mean, think about foreign. What about it, like foreign adversaries? investing buying it up well they, they, you know they tried it's like i remember when i was in the navy that that uh the the deep port of long beach the long beach shipyards were going to be sold to the chinese and fortunately the government stopped that but mm -hmm. i don't know that it's still stayed stopped because i think the chinese now own they own part of it i can't remember that we own the we own some rights but they own some rights so yeah kilo versus the city of new london's a big one it's a yeah. My when I brought this up to one of my friends, he he brought he's a lawyer and he brought this up to me. Yeah, and that um, was just over taxes that they have the right to yeah. take away your property and give it to somebody else who's going to make a bigger business on it to big big taxes. That's the most disgusting um, failure of the Supreme Court and the and the national court system uh, that we don't really control anymore of anything I've ever seen. That is probably the worst. I agree. Horrendous. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It'd be interesting to know. But, you know, here's what I heard. I heard that China wasn't the biggest landholder in America. It was Canada. Of course, Canada might be owned by Chinese, so that might just be an indirect way. But that's kind of interesting. Canada is our biggest landowner. That is really interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. So don't worry, guys. You're in the hands of Pierre Trudeau. I mean, uh, Justin that's Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Justin Castro. Justin Castro. I, I get yeah. the names all confused. <laughs> I know. Justin Castro. He does look like him. 
It's crazy. Oh, I mean, come on. It's got to be. Well, and, you know, that's I, I will say this thing about Biden, since we're going to go into 2024, mm-hmm. you know, whoever or whatever Biden is, Biden can't be who he that can't, he's not real. There's something wrong about Biden. And I say that on one fact only, and that is that a 70 some year old guy with dementia who falls as much as he does, does not avoid fracturing. They don't bounce up from a bicycle. Mm-hmm. They don't bounce up from falling on the platform. They fracture themselves and have to be carried to the hospital. So I took care of those guys every night and, you know, God love the older people. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm one of them now. I'm not complaining about old people. I'm just saying it doesn't, you don't, he looks like a, a pratfall artist in Hollywood, not an old person that's demented falling down. So whatever he is, he's there for a reason, I think. Mm-hmm. And the re- reason is to convince you that our nation is, is being, uh, is going to, to hell because we're, uh, we're, we're incompetently ruled. Mm-hmm. Not that, this, that what they don't want you to consider is that this has been a planned program that you've been pointing out in this thing you just said. It's been this is a plan that's been run over 20, 30, 40, 50, maybe 100 years to bring us to this point. Yes. They just want you to think it's this it's because of this idiot in the White House. Don't yeah. be fooled. That's not what's going on here. He's just whatever he is, he's being used for the to cover the real agenda. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think you hit the nail on the head with that. It's the optics that he's just, you know, so incompetent and yeah, you know, just he's a, just a bumbling idiots. idiot who's messing up left and right. But the reality is that he's, you know, this plan has been in the works and he's just the the figurehead to help usher it in. So um, I'm, an, I'm, I'm still hanging on to the prince. I'm the other possibility is that the white hats are using him to show you how bad this thing. And we're all in a show. And I actually, you know, Todd Callender and I talked about it today. He's he's of the same. He's he's of that mind too. This is all a show. There's something not right here, and we're going to find it out in 2024. So definitely a show. Um, <laughs> I, I hope the White Hats have a. I hope I hope the good guys are running it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that, that's what remains to be seen. I I really hope they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the uh, I don't know if you saw it, and I'm I'm not sure we have it, but there was. There was a graph, like a, a map that was going around in 2020. And a lot of people were saying it was the Agenda 2130. I mean, this is part of Agenda 2130, obviously, the 30 by 30 land grab. Um, but it was almost none of the American land was for normal use. And really? Yeah. So they kept calling it like no crossing zones. Uh, but I found this map and it was like they, they demarcated, you know, with color coding and the green was normal use, which would basically be like just human habitation. And it was almost non-existent on this map. So that was pretty scary. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and this is, again, I've had now four or five conversations, three on air today, that all, everybody says the same thing. What we, the one thing everybody needs to wake up to in 2024, no matter what you think of anything else, whether you think that the vaccine or whatever, whatever you think about those things, what you can't continue to think is that the government is here to help you. The government is here to kill you. The government isn't trying to make you healthier. It's trying to kill you. And it's doing it in every way possible. It's giving away your land. It's, it's giving away your air by, by polluting it with these spray things, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and God knows what else. And, and and we have to wake up to that notion that, that our federal government is not protecting us against the southern border. No. Uh, you know, one of the things, and this kind of, this is kind of, it makes sense when you realize what Todd Callender is going to the, to the court for tomorrow. 
you yeah. know, uh, Carrie Cassie was, I had her on and we were talking and she said that, that this alien invasion, whatever, you know, that, that I, and we always hear that Eisenhower met with the aliens. Have you oh, heard yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, no. And I think there's reason to believe that that's not a, I don't think that's just a completely specious topic that there was something mm -hmm. that occurred just before he died where mm -hmm. he theoretically met with them, but the deal was made to go to push. We'll give you South America. We won't bother you there, but you can't keep eating our people. That was, that's, that's what she's saying happened. Now in favor of that, think of this whole rush of all this stuff coming up across the border. Now mm -hmm. it's not normal. The, you know, I lived on the border for 20 some years and I took trauma call on the border it was not this. The people, yeah, we had a border problem even back in 2000, you know, 2000, 1995, but it was mm -hmm. not this. Back then, it was most of the time, it was poor people from Mexico that just wanted to come and, and mm -hmm. feed their families. They wanted to come, right. make some money and send it back home. And they yeah. couldn't get in legally because everything had been shut down. That Before right. Hugo Chavez, by the way, they were able to come back and go, they could get green, they could get these, these work permits. There was not a problem, but the, mm -hmm. when they unionized the farm workers is when that started, they couldn't get across legally. Yeah. So they came across illegally. That's what was going on. Now mm -hmm. it's not that this is a whole different group of people. They, they're this is an operation. young men. And think about the po possibility. If that really is, if they are some kind, if there are biosynths, who knows what these can, you know, who knows what's going on. Right. Hearing all this weird stuff out of Peru. I mean, I don't think, and we know that Peru has a PMC, you know, like the private military. Group, mm -hmm. so. I just wanted to point out that, you know, when you're talking about the, uh, uh, about Eisenhower and of course, you know, he's famous for warning of the military industrial complex, but the yeah. part that a lot of people leave out is that it, it's the, it was the congressional military industrial complex. Um, that's actually in his speech. And, I, I think that's worthwhile to note. Um, so he wasn't against, he, he, he knew we had to have a military industrial complex to keep our, our defense force, but it was the congressional uh, corruption of it, essentially. Essentially. Yeah. I mean, well, I think, he, I think, he, well, I would say even more so he was being very pointed about putting blame uh, within our own government. Yeah. It was the government. You know, doing complicity. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. Wow. Well, well, do we hit all our, all, all our, any other news topics? I was going to see. I, I think thought so. I, I mean, the only other one I had, uh, which is not, uh, I don't think it's super important, but, you know, I was going to bring up Calendar Gate, but mostly the, I think the important thing about Calendar Gate is that people are so distracted by it. But I know you were saying that you, you had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Calendar but I didn't Gate. even know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm just and so, so to tell people what it is. So, okay. maybe I'm, so let's I'm, see if we can pull up because uh, I did find an article and has the calendar and all the the girls in it. So essentially, there's a bunch of these like conservative quoting. I, I put it in quotes because that's that's the argument is that they're actually not conservative if they're doing pinup calendars. That's what people are arguing over. But there are people who are in the right wing, you know, political sphere, if you will. Uh, you know, whether they be pundits or like ambassadors or, uh, you know, there's Riley Gaines and she's a, uh, you know, she was the one who spoke out against uh, the, she's a swimmer and she spoke out against uh, the men in women's sports. Uh, Dana Lausch is a pundit. Uh, yeah. So they have all of these like supposedly 
you know, conservative, again, in quotes, uh, pundits and figures. And they're all in like, you know, very like sexy kind of provocative pictures on a calendar. And yeah, so there's, there's been Twitter wars. So uh, let me just read this. Who started calendar gate? Oh, go back up. Um, if we can, yeah, right here. Uh, the calendar, uh, the calendar in question is the conservative dad's real women of America, 2024 calendar produced by ultra right beer founder, Seth Weathers. ultra right beer started after someone, someone on the right chose to boycott Bud Light I remember with the whole transgender uh, issue. And then after the brand's partnership, right, with Dylan Mulvaney, uh, the brand launched an off a viral video uh, centering on whether strutting, strutting around the baseball field and some restrooms. So, yeah. I wonder if that's real. I wonder if he's the real deal or if this is another, you know, kind of a psyop on a psyop kind of thing. Have you looked into him? Is he really... This guy that started this right wing beer. No, I haven't looked into him. So I mean, if I were a conservative and I want to make fun of of the thing with Bud Light, I wouldn't call it right wing beer, to be honest. <laughs> I don't hear that a lot. And 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 you know, this is the funny thing about the calendar. Again, you know, you grew up in New York. I grew up in mm-hmm. small town Iowa. So right. my friends are a little more blue collar, I think. Right. I bet you if I went, I'm going to do this as a test for next week. I'll come and give you the answer. I'm going to ask how many people I'll take the names down and I'm going to ask how many people I didn't know any of those names. And I'm, I and I'm some, but and I don't I'm, know. All of them. And I think I'm pretty well uh, versed in a lot of things, but sure. I didn't because I don't pay attention to this kind of Twitter crap. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> for these, those who like Twitter. It's just, that's why I, I wasn't on Twitter for a long time because I thought, why, why do I, why do you want to argue with these people? Now I can see that people put up data and it gets passed around, Yeah. but, but how many people, number one are bots on there and how many people just There's waste their time with stuff like this? Like this. I'm going to ask how many people have even heard of, or have you heard of calendar gate? And I'm going to find out how many of people, my peeps in my little town that I run into. Have you heard of, can I ask you a question? Have you heard of town? <laughs> and if you have, then I'll say that. No, if, no. Okay. I, I'll bet you most people have no clue. Well, I really hope not. Um, but the <laughs> argument, I really hope not, because that would that would be a very encouraging sign that they're focused we're, on. We're growing your food water. out here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> things that are way more important. Right, um, we're worried about water supply and you know uh, fixing the jeep and getting the <laughs> getting the getting the stuff done. That's very encouraging to hear. But definitely <laughs> ask uh, you know the younger generation too, because I feel like that's who this is really targeted at. And what it, I think the intention of this is to create this polarization because now you're getting a resurgence of this very extreme kind of uh, puritanical type of Christian right who's arguing that you can't have conservatism if you're not, uh, you know, conserving conservative values and morals and that this is not conservative to be. Well, I don't think we'd even care about, I don't think we'd mind a conservative, uh, uh, you know, hot calendar. I think that they, we just wouldn't know who those people were. No, I I get it. I I don't think, I don't think real, real conservative Americans would put them on there. That's what uh, I'm fair saying. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm just saying, but that's the argument that's going on. I know, I feel like I when know. you say that it might be at your prop, it very well may have been altogether all, all, all along. <laughs> it's just intended to get people to react, but people are reacting, right? Yeah. So Christians claim that it's demonic that they that, and they are saying this. 
people are arguing that this calendar is demonic. I, I, I'm like, not, really? I haven't heard anybody tell me about this demonic calendar. No, <laughs> we had, in comparison, There's when oh. they put up a satanic statue in the Iowa State Capitol, right. I had some people text me. Not one calendar gate has shown up on my phone. I'm going to take a survey right now when we hang up. <laughs> yeah, that, well, good, because I need some good news. If uh, they're not paying attention to this nonsense, then that's good. Yeah. I, I don't care about the calendar. I could care less about the calendar. I care about having, like, the reactionary extreme response where, you know, that, that and that becomes this side conversation. But they're telling you there's a reactionary extreme response, and I'm telling you from the Bible Belt, we don't even know what's going on out there. This Good. is a New York made up, uh, no offense, but this is a big city made up, you know, dichotomy. You're especially yeah. the Hegelian dichotomy. This is it. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I agree. I We're think it doing, is. We don't care no, about think, calendars. <laughs> I think it's absolutely a uh, contrived di dialectic. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But, you know, you're getting a lot of celebrities who are engaged in this conversation. So, right. like and celebrities we've also never heard of. <laughs> okay well that's good, that's, that's good to know. i don't know anybody that flew by there i don't i didn't recognize anybody that flew by there okay all right well that's and i and like i say i don't think i'm illiterate but i just don't pay it i don't this know is nick Fuentes. um no i've heard the name bryson okay. gray right alex stein he's a comedian uh yeah and then bryson gray he's also i believe a he's an artist as well um yeah, so I mean, there's definitely celebrities who are engaging in this discourse about calendar gate. I'm not. I, I don't disagree with you. This is, should not be a topic of conversation. I don't think this is really funny though. How you know how this is where there is a cultural divide between city and country. Yes, and I, and I, I tell think you, this is you know, why they want to. Sorry, go that on. Yeah. I couldn't. I bet that guy couldn't grow anything or feed himself no. if if he didn't go to the grocery store. These are the people that think that we should just we should get just get our food from the grocery store instead of going out hunting. You know, just no, get it where the food is made. We, I know. Yeah. No. Exactly. They want man-made food. They don't. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and I think that they are distracting them. This is the bread and circuses. This is why they want to shuttle everybody into the city and distract them with this garbage. Uh, yeah. So I don't disagree with you. I, I think that's exactly you know, that accurate. I'm curious what the dog has to say. <laughs> what does the dog have to say? I don't know if I can read it. Who? Yeah, I can't read it. Who? Uh, something. No, I can't what? read it. That's too too and bad. With the blue door in the back garden, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> we we don't get the dog to weigh in. <laughs> I mean, the dog does not weigh in tonight. No, <laughs> not not tonight. Uh, yeah. So. I don't know. Well, there we have it. Calendar have it. I've, I've learned new words. I've, I've learned new names. I'm going to pursue this. I think this is too funny. <laughs> so you can thank me for lowering your IQ this evening. So, uh, <laughs> maybe you will sleep well. Uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, seriously, what was, what was it you were saying about it? Oh, like trad. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You texted so me about this. And I looked at the text and I think, I think we're speaking different languages. I can't even understand what you're talking about here. Now, part of it is, okay, I'm an old fart. I get that. But but, but that's not a term I'd ever heard till I heard it from you. Well, to be fair, I had to look up what trad was. Okay, so, good. 
And I and the only reason I even like investigate any of these things is because it, you know I'm trying to understand the cultural milieu and right, the, right. you know the sociocultural zeitgeist and and how the psyops are. So I actually had this conversation actually pretty recently with somebody who was talking to me about uh, the Christian nationalist movement, and they were talking about it from you know this is trad wife, so we'll read that in a minute. But the um, they were talking about like some of the intellectual thought leaders in this movement. And, you know, of course, this is typically how uh, things work is. And I, I actually think it's often intelligence kind of operations. Where That's what I was say. Through, yeah, yeah, they move through the different institutions, whether they be the media, the academic institutions and the, of course, the, uh, you know, the religious institution. But his argument was about how everybody's reading this book. And I had said, you know, no, like most people aren't. And I get in your community, they are. Uh, and I right. understand in the theological, you know, people who are religious zealots and people who are academics and people who are theologians, this is might be very uh, po popular discourse and popular reading material. However, what I can tell you that I do see is I see the trickle down of that because what happens is it starts at that level. And then it gets watered down for the masses who are not capable of discerning anything that is more than 140 characters. And I may be exaggerating, but to make a point, we do live in a, a world of sound bites and very short attention. That's, fans. That has, and that's been brought on in my lifetime, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. That and I think it's by design. I do yeah. think that's by design. So the the trickle down of what you know they're seeing in this uh, intellectual theological movement of the Christian nationalist movement, which I do think is actually an operation. I think it's intentionally designed, and I think the purpose of it is to subvert the Constitution. So now you have the Hegelian dialectic, uh, yeah. and you and have it's it probably not even run by Christians, but that's that's another no, story. it's not being run by Christians, definitely not. But I think Christians may be buying into it because that's how you know narrative operation mass line narratives work. Uh, mass mass line actions, but I think you've got on the one side, you you know we've we've had the left arguing to tear down the Constitution for you know really forever, really, um, and then you had the right. There was this movement for like a convention of states, and you know that that type of discussion, and I that I'm not too concerned about because that's been brought up so many times, and it really just hasn't got it's gotten a little bit more traction recently, but I'm not as worried about it. But so now I think what they're trying to do is infiltrate through, uh, you know, a very uh, religious right movement that is going to argue for a, it's essentially going to end up in the same argument of tearing down the constitution because uh, they're going to say, you know, that you can't have this immoral uh, groundwork, uh, you know, that we are currently living in. So you need the moral framework, which, you know, yes, no, I would no, agree. No. You but you know, see, again, I'm going to tell you, I've never heard that. And I, I'm, I'm in the Bible Belt. They're right. saying we need the Constitution. Everybody well, here is saying we need the Constitution. These guys are ignoring the Constitution in D.C. and the more and and the and the moral turpitude of the people has gone downhill allowing this. No, They're I'm not asking to have the that. Constitution undone. With the I'm, exception of these paid people that want to do the Convention of States, we ought to talk about that sometime. We should talk about that. But this movement, I do think, is a, a, I think it's a fringe movement, but I think it's an operation. And I yeah, think I, that I, you know, so it's being injected. And the goal is to get both sides, you know, from the left and the right hand to argue to overthrow the Constitution. But what I am seeing is so my argument was people aren't necessarily reading this, but they are seeing the trickle down. And this, this, the trickle down is that you get these uh, cultural 
movements like the red pill movement. And now we have several iterations of the red pill movement. And part of it is this, what they call trad wife. And it's a traditional wife. So that's what we had pulled up before. Uh, however, I, I think that it's a very superficial type of uh, picture they're painting of trad wife. So someone like you who actually knows how to farm and to cook and, you know, to take care of your children. <laughs> that That's actually a traditional life. Um, but what they're talking about is they're holding up this icon of something that is, it, it just seems a little bit shallow. It's more, it looks more like Stepford wife to me than, I mean, because where, yeah. what tradition are we going back to? Are we going back to uh, 200 years ago? Are we going to the traditions of 40 years ago? Like what, what does trad wife mean? Um, but so you've got these people who are, are vying for this and it, so you're getting these culture wars and it, it ends up being that like this, it's like this uh, basically looks like pinup, you know, cosplay. <laughs> um, so this is infiltrating into the culture. And I do, I, like I said, I do think it's intentional. I do think it's very much, you know, targeting, uh, you know, reactions. And I'm very encouraged to see that people who are, you know, living in uh, middle America are not subscribing to any so, of this. <laughs> so my, so my, so far, I've got three things on my, on my, uh, on, on my to do on my questionnaire for my survey. Okay. The okay. first one is, do you know what Callan the Great is? Do you know what a trad wife is? <laughs> do you consider yourself part of the Christian right? Do you think there's a Christian right that exists? And further of all, do you, if you are, do you want the constitution to be, changed so that we can get rid of the moral problems of this country well, good. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I hope you come back and they all laugh at you yeah and i think they're gonna just laugh their shirt. asses off they're gonna say where did you get those questions you know from <laughs> philadelphia or someplace <laughs> that's what they're gonna say yeah well, well i i will rest i, I will rest they all laugh at you <laughs> well well do we have do we actually have a plan for next week I don't know. I don't think we do. Um, oh, yeah. Before we forget, let's talk That's about right. our our sponsor, rncstore.com. Uh, yeah, to get all your B17. And it's all about your immunity. Yes, so this is this is a good immune booster. So we uh, it's it's not, you know, that's regardless of it's it's regardless of what's out there that they're throwing at us. Exactly. You, you get sick if you're if you've got too many toxins and too little immunity. So we got to reverse it. And this is one of the methods. And you can use code dangerous to get your 10% off. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to get, I'm going to use our own code to get the bars. What do they have the bars yet? I know. I, I need I to find the out bars. where they're going to get those in. Those are, the bars so are good. good. Yeah, yeah. They need to get those back in. I'll, I'll find out what the, ETA on that is. Yeah, please do. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know for next week. Do you have any thoughts? I, I, we could do the convention of states. We could look into yeah, that. That's a pretty good one. Mm -hmm. um, unless there's something that comes up in the in the uh, fast moving news scene here, right? To, to displace Calendar Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. I, I'm glad I could bring some levity for the evening. <laughs> so I guess we're just going to wing it and see everybody next week where we can come back and talk about dangerous things again. Yeah. And 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 so far we're still here talking about dangerous things. We are. Yes. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. All righty. Well, until until next week. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. For, thanks. Hey.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.